Welcome to the Fade to Gray Network. <laughs> this one time, we had this guy come to our church, and he was from Liberty University. I think his name was, I don't know if I should tell his name, but I'm going to anyway. It was Appleby, Dr. Appleby. And um, Did he open a chain of restaurants by chance? <laughs> I didn't ask. I actually <laughs> didn't talk to him. Thank God. He probably would have tried to exercise me, but uh, he was, he, you had like these people that would come up and he would sit face to face with them and he would say, okay, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to your demons. And so, you know, me and like a few other people in the youth group and my youth pastor, we were just kind of like, okay, this is going to be fun, you know, interesting to watch. And so, you know, several people went up. Well, I didn't know that there was like a list of names that he was reading off of. And, you know, he would call people up. And uh, so I was like expecting him to call my name. So I'm like sweating every time he calls somebody's name. And then I, later I found out that there was a list. But uh, And you didn't make the list, huh? No. Heck no. I was not going to put my name on the list. <laughs> I will figure my own demons out. Thank you very much. Uh, and so, so Mr. Appleby came to your church and right. was giving you appetizers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was swinging wings. Uh, <laughs> so I remember this one guy went up there, and so many of them were just kind of like, so many people that went up were just kind of like fake. It just felt fake, you know, like, you know, demon, what is your name? That's what he would ask him. And like this one guy went up there and he was like, tried to say it quietly, but he's like got a microphone in his face. And he's like, demon of masturbation. And we were just like, oh my God. Okay. This is getting weird. You know, like every guy on earth masturbates. So I don't know if that's a demonic thing. Uh, I guess it, <laughs> I guess it could be if you think about it. But um, so then this one woman goes up there, and she's like got hair all in her face, and she kind of looks angry, like she doesn't want to be there. And so he's kind of talking to her, you know, asking her her name and this and that. Well, then he's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask what your demons' names are. He's like, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. I'm gonna talk to your demons, and. So, you know, she he asks her and she's just kind of like answering. I can't remember exactly what she said, but then he said something about he was like, I can sense that there's some unforgiveness in your heart towards your father. And she responded that my father, he was a sick motherfucker. And we were just like right there in church and we were like, oh, man. She just dropped the F-bomb in church. Like, this one's got to be real. And so he continued to, like, grill her, I guess. And he was like, all right, I'm going to start chanting the name of Jesus. And so he's just like, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And then just kept on saying it. Well, she started, like, freaking out and squirming in her chair. And then she just starts screaming, like, you know, like it's torture for her to hear you know what he's saying and we're 
all just like sitting in the back like oh my god i can't believe this is happening right now and so she's just like screaming and screaming and he just keeps on saying it and keeps on saying it and then it gets she like starts puking right there and somebody runs and gets a trash can and she pukes for like two or three minutes in this trash can and uh we're just like we can't even believe what's happening like i'm thinking like where's this if if he just cast a demon out of this woman like where is it you know is it gonna like fly into somebody else and they start like busting their head through the window or something i don't know and so but when she got done throwing up she like leaned her head up they pulled her hair back put it in a ponytail and i swear like face was like glowing she was a different person like her whole entire demeanor changed you get it demeanor demon demeanor <laughs> it's a bad joke but uh so yeah it was it was really really crazy that's my ghost story my demon story so what do you think of that experience now looking back i have a follow-up question to that was this a lady who was a regular at your church you know who she was uh i honestly don't know who she was um she she looked like somebody that just like crawled out of the woods so but that it could have just all been an act and like you know somebody that came with him so but, so that's why so maybe that should have been the first question so then the follow-up question to that then so what do you think of that whole experience now looking back i mean looking back I don't know. Like, it's hard to say that it wasn't real because it, I mean, it could have been emotions, like, you know, just the whole atmosphere. But if she was faking it, then she was doing a really great job. <laughs> but I'm just going to say that I, I think it was real and it was freaky. All right. Testing one, two, three. I'm here with my friend Tammy, and she's going to tell you a story about her house. So tell me what you just told me uh, when about the, the kitchen. The kitchen doors will, the cupboards will just open and cl on their own, and you go close all the cupboard doors, and you come back five minutes later, and they'll be open again, and nobody would have been in the room. And this is at your house. In my in my kitchen, yes. Okay, and so paranormal activity like this has been going on in your house for a while, like since your son was born when he was first born the there would be this green aura that would come out of one bedroom and go into his room whenever he would cry and then we had to have a priest come and bless the house to make it go away and it worked and it worked and the we had to tell it not to go scare him and not to be with him whenever he cried. And the priest came and blessed the house and the green aura didn't come back. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm sad for your son that he got scared by that, but I'm glad that it went away. It, he didn't notice because he was an infant, but it was very scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know what your house was? before you guys bought it? It was just an old farmhouse, and apparently the lady that lived there 
in the late 1800s had lost a child in that bedroom in where we had the nursery. And she never got over it, apparently. Wow. Because she wanted to take care of the baby. Wow. So she wanted to take care of anybody's baby. <laughs> but I didn't want her taking care of mine. Nope. Wow. That's really interesting. Thanks for sharing, Tammy. This is my friend Preston, and he has a story to share, too. Yeah, I'm, uh, my family has this garage... Or- we call it the shop, but it's a separate garage from our house. It used to be our cabinetry business. But after my grandpa, or after my uncle got brain cancer and he died, we that all got shut down and it just turned into our studio for playing music and building stuff. Nice. Yeah. And just whenever I'm there, like in the middle of the night playing guitar or something, just every now and then you can just hear like a voice, like a barking out, just like yelling, just like, ah! <laughs> and that sounds quite a bit like my grandpa, so. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And your grandpa's dead. Yep, and my grand and my uncle. Interesting. They, they were both the ones who really were invested in that business and everything. Yeah. After my uncle died, it all just sort of fell apart. Wow, that's really cool. Well, thanks for sharing. No problem. Tell me about your childhood first. Um, the childhood home. Yes. It was in Pittsburgh, and it was creepy. <laughs> what else can I say about it? Um, why why we have, was it creepy? Uh, we have nightmares constantly. And uh, I had a cousin that astral projected out of the this one room. And, well, there was rumors that um, a college kid, he killed himself in the attic. It was his bedroom. It was like an attic converted into bedrooms. And um, he killed himself. And he was in college. And that's after my grandparents bought the home in the 50s. And what else happened? Yeah, it was just, it was bad. Did you ever end up seeing anything? Um, Or any experiences you had there? It was nightmares. Nightmares? Mm -hmm. It was, it would... The same type of nightmare, or... Yeah, it was the same type of nightmare. It would, it was... I grew up Catholic, and uh, there was, like, these little, like, Virgin Mary statues throughout the house, and we'd have nightmares about them, like, turning into people and coming to get me. Like, it was really creepy. It, like, attacked the religion of the house, and, yeah, I'd have constant nightmares about it. The Virgin Mary. Did it stop it's when you evil. moved out of the house? It or? did. It did. It only lasted until I was about 13. When I mo- well, actually, when I moved out. When I was 13, I moved out. Mm-hmm. And then the nightmare stopped? The, the Those nightmares did, yeah. And, and then, so you moved out when you were 13, mm-hmm. and then you said uh, you kept having paranormal experiences? Yes, I did. Uh, strange things would happen in my next home, but not nothing, nothing out of the ordinary that bad that's even mentioned. And then when I got married, got married in 2010, yeah, I moved into a place that there's something definitely wrong with it. Bad house. Well, let's talk about that because that's pretty close to where mm-hmm. I'm living now, um, out here in Western Pennsylvania. And um, so you moved in after you got married? Yes. Oh, the history of the place, it was an old water slide park in the 70s and 80s. Oh, and okay. I th- we think someone died on the property. They had to have, or something bad happened with the past uh, past owners. The past owners were very sketchy. And there was a bunch of stuff written on the walls. There is demonic things written, uh, devil worshiping things going on. There's animal bones found in the walls, like cats, dogs, and just really, it's like, yes, it's scary. What they did there. They had to have tortured animals. 
and put them in the walls. Like, how could you just, you can't have that many dead bones. I don't know. Definitely sounds like some kind of like witchcraft or some kind of satanic. And I'm a cat lover. And over the past 10 years, I I call like I put colors on them with their names and numbers and everything. And we've lost like 12 house cats out of nowhere. Just disappeared? Yeah. And people think like it has to be a wild animal because if there's name tags on them, people around here, they're nice. You know, yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm not saying the property did something to them, but they were never found again. So, and you think the activity that happened on your house before you moved in with the things written on the walls and the bones possibly it could have something to do with my animals and possibly open a portal? You think? I think there's a portal there definitely, and it originates from like the back bedroom and through there. And yeah, I mean, who, whatever is there, like it, it fizzles lights and burns them out, it fizzles lights and burns the lights out, and you'll hear like people talking like conversations like you'll hear fights you'll hear happiness it's like all kind of different kind of phases like you'll hear that like a radio station there's nothing on and then there's loud bangings bangings on the walls and on the windows the front windows boom 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 out of nowhere and our, the house is set off of uh it's only five acres it's set off of the road like no one's there Everyone outside once said, what the hell, what the hell, you know? So you would hear these weird, loud boom, no- boom, noises. Boom, 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 boom. Did you ever see anything? Or were, like, would things move at all in the house? Uh, just lights, electricity would go haywire. That's all. That's all with, yeah. My my children have seen personally, I've seen things that are in my eyes that you can't say is real because you just didn't your eye. But they, my one daughter, no. She actually seen things in the house. Tell me about the things that your daughter's seen. Um, the first thing was the blue lady from the kitchen. And she was, she'd always stay in the kitchen. She'd be real nice and wave. And she had a, like a calming presence about her because my daughter wasn't afraid of her. The second thing she seen was the levitating cat. It was a little tiny cat figurine in like an armoire with like my great grandma's antique stuff and just old things. And she didn't levitate. She was excited and ran to the next room to me and said, Mommy, Mommy. It was like 2 in the afternoon. The cat's moving. The cat's moving. Like, it was just nuts. And it didn't happen. She was waiting for it to do it again. It didn't do it. And then the other thing that happened, she seen a scary lady coming from the office, walking into the hallway towards the bedrooms. And the scary lady had a messed up looking eyes. She said black eyes and just didn't smile, just waved to her and then walked, you know, into the where the bedrooms were. And then the fourth scary thing that happened was the family was out in the hot tub during like the afternoon, like one o'clock in the afternoon, came inside. She was the last one to come in and she came in frightened because she heard a, a bunch of children there like laugh and giggle and say, hi, hi, like in different voices. And she came running and scared. And she's, that's what she experienced. Yeah, the property's on an old water park. From the 70s and 80s. It's very, very weird. There's something wrong with it, for sure. So how did did how did being on that property make you feel? It makes you feel angry, trapped, suffocated. You feel like you're suffocating. Like, like smothered, being smothered. And yeah, it really changed who I was and who my husband was. So it said it made you guys angrier. And- angry, and it made him possessive. And I just I completely turned his alcoholism into something crazy. Like he can't even drink now. 
And so you guys are no longer together. No, we're not together. It's been a year since we, I had, we both had enough. I, we can't do it no more. And you think the house probably had something to do with it? Um, it, it, it helped. If nothing else, it helped. How do you, now that you've moved out of that house, have things gotten better then? And how are things? No, I just, I just freshly moved out again. But when I was gone last year, I moved out. And I was I was so much happier and healthier, and I felt good, like less health problems. It was just like it was like I think it's it's just crazy to make my older daughter angry now. I think it is. It's like it switches into other people. So, hmm. Thank you for sharing. You're you, welcome. You mentioned something about possibly have had an encounter with. Uh, Aliens or extraterrestrials, or you believe that? <laughs> I don't know. I've always been. I'm scared of the idea of it, and I try to stay away from it. And then my friends who really believe in it think I've been abducted by aliens. Like I have this. Just I just don't ever want to talk about them. So I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> I'm in denial. I don't like it. I don't like to think of aliens. I really don't. You have any other stories you want to share? <laughs> what other ones? Um, I've seen two full body operations in my life. I've seen one in Daytona Beach, an old maid in the corner. It was it was weird. It wasn't scary like I was afraid of her. It was just I've seen I seen that out of nowhere. It was really weird. And then I've I seen um, I was in Erie. <laughs> it was nighttime and I was parked and the person I was with was at the restaurant still coming into the car. And then in the back of me I seen a lady laying on the ground like she got ran over. Something happened to her. Something was wrong with her. And and I seen it in the mirror of my friend's car, like you know the backup mirror. It was just she was laying there, and I ran out. I was scared. I was like, "Are you okay?" There was nothing there, nothing there. Wow. I could, I distinctly remember she was blonde. She looked like in her fifties, and she had like a long dress on, just laying there. It looked like she was dead. And then as soon as after that happened, I heard the train go. You know how trains start up, like you hear them coming, like you're beeping or whatever. I heard that. And I think I got the sense that she got ran over by a train or something happened with the train. Hmm. Out of nowhere. It was just like nine o'clock at night. I'm just like got done eating dinner. Like it's just random times. And Daytona Beach was I was on vacation, you know, in a condo. So you would say random. with these experiences, you were never looking for these experiences. No, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's like really? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you would say great. you're maybe sensitive. I'm very to- sensitive, I think. I definitely I think uh, darkness is attracted to me. Yeah. I really do. I'm just trying to get the, rid of the house vibes and move on. It's too much. I don't like even going there. I don't like my kids living there either. So, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's... Until the stories I know. Remember to go like and subscribe on iTunes. And give us a five-star rating. If you would like to join in the conversation and have some scary or paranormal stories of your own, please go to Patreon and look for Fade to Grey Podcast. And you can join for as little as $5 a month. Or I'll eat your soul. Mwah, 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 mwah.